0: Hi, This is Jerry Mathers from Leave It to Beaver. And this is the Then Is Now Podcast.
1: Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at GetDeadly.com. Coffee's so good, (laughs) it's scary. What kind of a sick school is this?
0: are afoot at the circle k
1: you're going to need a bigger boat surely you can't be serious i am serious and don't call me sure you got spunk i hate spunk danger will robinson danger Oh righty then. how you doing back off man i'm a scientist
0: don't make me angry you wouldn't like me when i'm angry say
1: hello to my little friend i love to smell of pump in the morning what are you people on dope. Stop whining. I got a crap on deck that can choke a donkey.
0: Who is your daddy? I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. I'm sorry,
1: Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. can I do that? I'll be back. A dino man. Show me the money. Don't up your nose, when you, ever hold A What? I'm sailing. I'm
0: sailing.
1: You you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it, pull it down. Love means never having to say you're sorry.
0: He is looking at you,
1: kid. We've got no food. We've got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Go to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs. Hey, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm coming to join you, honey. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. I love it when a plan comes together. What
0: we do is, if we need that extra
1: push over the cliff, you know what we do?
0: put it up to 11 11, exactly one louder. why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder these go to 11 we're on a mission from god Hello and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Then Is Now Podcast. I am your host, Rigor, and my co-host, Chris Esper, unfortunately could not be here again today due to a last-minute work emergency, so it's just me today. Yay! Alright, so folks, I just want to take this opportunity to remind you guys, if you haven't heard about this, we've got a monthly live streaming show called Fright Lounge, in which my co-host, Bill Van Ryn from Groovy Doom and the Drive-In Double feature discuss all horror media. So whether you're a seasoned horror fan or just aren't sure if you want to get into horror, although you've probably watched horror and never even knew it, Silence of the Lambs, I'm looking right at you, then this is the show for you. We've also opened up another lounge. Award-winning blogger Robert Minnell joins me on our new podcast, The Cult Movie Lounge, in which we discuss all cult movies all the time. It's great fun and will expose you to films, directors, actors, and more that you may not have heard of, but you'll enjoy. Both shows have pages on Facebook and can also be found at our website, havenpodcasts.com. And the links will be in the show notes of this episode, so check them out. Okay, folks, we've got an interesting guest for you today. He's a modern musician, but his music harkens back to the 80s and has a great retro vibe to it. And that's the kind of stuff we here at Then Is Now Podcast really enjoy. So sit back and get ready to discover some music that you'll most likely love. Class is in session.
1: I have a bad feeling about this. How
0: could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this?
1: Food fight! Hey, you in my class? Oh, yeah, I am today. I think you should consider transferring to Shaw class. Woo-hoo! Now, now, very few students are severely injured in Shaw class. Bueller? When you were in school, Bueller? Did you ever cut class? Bueller? Yeah, I guess I did. Sure, most kids cut classes good sign this um he's
0: sick i get so lonely when i hear that third attendance bell ring
1: and all my kids are not here seven years of college down the drain fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life son.
0: you lack discipline as long as i'm here there will be no grades or gold stars or demerits we're gonna have recess all the time
1: Woo! go play and have fun now
0: okay folks our guest today is known as the prince regent of edm or electronic dance music yes i, I actually had to look that up <laughs> in, in 2019 he had multiple feature roles in two showtime tv shows Work in Progress, and The Chi, seasons one and two. In 2021, he was nominated for a Chicago Music Award due to his multi-platinum third single on Spotify, So Below, from 2020. As a multi-hyphenate creator, our guest bounces from one medium to another. A fusion of r and pop, and house sounds, his music transports the listener into an imaginary realm while reinventing the EDM sound. In Tales from the Sixth Dimension, he incorporates his single Sixth Dimension into a sci-fi horror format. In January 2022, he launched the Access Lake Shore Drive podcast on Spotify. It was an instant hit with guests as wide and diverse as Mark Holton, LaBouche, Fred Hampton, and Anaya Day. The show wrapped production on Season 1 in August and has recently reached 2.9 million global streams on Spotify, showing no sign of slowing down. The Prince Regent debuted his album New Jack City and New Jack City 2 Life Symbol EP both in August of 2021, followed by his mobile and PC game New Jack City that same year. His new remix album, New Jack City 3, All Mixed Up, was released in August of this year and is doing insanely well. He's also got a new sci-fi anthology series called Tales from the Sixth Dimension, which will premiere on WSBC 1240 AM Chicago on October 7th of this year, just in time for Halloween. The show will star Dantes Alexander and Ashley Harris of Work in Progress. His production company, Dwarf Planet Media, is in talks with renowned horror actor Mark Holton to potentially provide narration. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Chicago Music Award nominee, Dantes Alexander, Prince Regent of EDM. Glad you could join us, man.
1: Wow. Thank you. Thank you. When you say all of those things, it certainly doesn't feel like I've done all those things. And it's a mouthful. But thank you for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks. So um,
0: usually when we have a new guest on the show, the first thing we do is ask them, you know, how did you get onto the path to where you are now?
1: Oh wow! Okay, so you just go for go for the gullet immediately. Okay, immediately, yep. <laughs> I uh, I I can appreciate that. Well, it depends on how much time we have, you know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm gonna try and sum it up and hit the important parts and 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 be truthful and honest as as much as I like to. Sure. um, You know, so. Nothing obviously happens overnight. Um, You know, I grew up in the system, uh, so I was awarded the state uh, for, mm, for the first 15 years of my life, actually, I was awarded the state. And every year we would put on insanely massive productions for this entire uh campus full of kids rowdy kids from ages oh my goodness five all the way up to 18 girls and boys so think of it like uh, college before college if you will right so we entertained uh everybody from Chris Zorch uh from Chicago Bears uh Dennis Rodman uh Tiger Woods uh you know it, it was it was it was a Really, excuse my language, it was a really fucked up childhood, but it was a great childhood. Can I say that on the show?
0: Absolutely. In fact, we have a a swearing minimum quota, so.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, so that was the first half of it. Um, And then, of course, you know, like everybody else, you know, in your 20s, you bump your head around and on the wall and you try and figure out what the heck you're doing and where you're going. You know, did some acting. Really, really successful in that. But, you know, there's always that passion that we always have. Right. So, yeah. And just, you know, just decided to go for it, man. Right out the gate, you know, I sort of had some excess with my first single, which was Killer, the original Killer, which was back in like 2018 and that about 300,000 streams on that. And then my second single, uh, So Below, which is the single that really actually blew it through the roof for me. Um, It's sort of become my signature signature song that that has gone on to be double platinum on Spotify. Garnered me a Chicago Music Award nomination. Um, and in the midst of you know doing all of that stuff, you know, I was still on um, Showtime. You know, doing Work in Progress, which is you know a very very funny show, season one. Um, and then The Shy. You said uh, the Chi. Oh, which I'm sorry. That, that would be a totally dope show too. That's a great show. <laughs> really, really, really. Um, but The Shy. So yeah, you know, amazing, amazing ride. Grateful, very, very grateful and just excited, just excited and and very, very happy to
0: just to do what I like to do, I guess. That's awesome. That's awesome. You're very talented. Um, And your title is the Prince Regent of EDM. Where did that come from?
1: You know, so that title actually came from the L.A. Times now. I I wish I could make it more uh, (laughs) (laughs) mystic than what it is, but. The title came from the L.A. Times Now There was an article that they did on me uh, last year in, in 2021. And ever since then, I've just sort of been called that uh, from the, the press and, and my fans. And heavy is the head that wears the crown, certainly. But I'm up for the, the, the challenge of trying to uh, maintain at least what I believe is a, a good representation of, of that.
0: Nice, nice. So I just want to backtrack just a little bit. I wanted to ask you, you know, what was it like? You know, how did you get involved in working on the two Showtime series?
1: So I actually worked with a very sweet casting director here in Chicago by the name of Darlene. I'm not going to give out her last name because she'll shoot me. <laughs> um, she will shoot me. You know how you know how these things go. Um, so I actually worked with her for many many years, not just on. Those two projects, those were the first projects where people actually got to say, oh, my God, look, Hey, there's Dante's. We <laughs> see him in the background. That's great. You know, and then being able to speak and you know, doing all that. Um, but I worked with her for many, many years. And originally, when I started working on uh, Work in Progress, I was actually just supposed to be there for, I, I believe, a day it was. Um, and it just sort of morphed into this, whew, Really fun month long experience. So I got to become a core. Uh, core is the the term that you know is used for uh, actors, background actors, featured featured extras who have sustainable work, which means a big paycheck, right? That's what everybody wants, right? Right. That was the first job that I've ever had, and I'm confessing this to you in this uh, interview. <laughs> the first job that I actually had a steady paycheck on, and it was great. It was wonderful. You know, usually, you know, when you get started, you hope and you pray that you can just get one or two days. And, uh, you know, to go from doing that into speaking and, you know, it was marvelous. Uh, so she she had me there. And then she also had me uh, on the shy. Um, and the shy actually is a really 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 good story it's it's a true to life sort of story about uh, inner city chicago uh, more specifically like 63rd street i'm from chicago i don't really walk down a lot of these streets anymore cuz i can't um but <laughs> <laughs> cuz
0: <'Cause> of <laughs> probably, what recognition
1: well that and also getting robbed i do oh, need, yeah. <laughs> I do wear a lot of jewelry, and, you know, and, yeah. and chains and rings and all of those things. And we certainly don't want to get robbed. We work right. very hard. For those things. So we are aware. We are aware. You must be aware of these things. Yeah, yes. Things do change. And, <laughs> you know, you do have to you know, live like you've sort of changed. And, and I have. But. Sometimes I I I, I can uh, sneak you know indiscriminately you know somewhere. Uh, I was speaking with Labouche a couple of nights ago, and he was asking me. He was like, "Oh, so how did that go?" And I said, "Oh, it was fabulous. I I had on my my shades and was on the back of the bus like a like a grifter, and no one recognized me. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, so yeah, but the, but that's that's how that that happened. Uh, I want to give a very special. Thank you to Miss Darlene. She's a a local, local casting legend and genius here in Chicago. Everybody goes to her. I worked not only on uh, those two projects with her, but actually started as an extra like everybody else, right? Ooh, Big shot. Uh, (laughs) The um, first project that I actually did was Divergent. Do you remember that project way back in, I believe it was like 2007?
0: Divergent. Um, Refresh me. It sounds familiar.
1: So there were different factions. I was in the Dauntless faction. Um, it, 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 think of it as Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Hunger Games before Hunger Games. So think of a, a bit, all of that wrapped into one. Right. So this was 27, 2007, so this was around the time when Twilight and all that stuff was big. So um, I've been in it for a very long time. It's just everything just seems like it happened overnight when, you know, I've just been working a very long time.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. And, you know, I, I have to say, you know, when we first connected and started talking about having you on the show, I, I really loved your music. I mean, I love, what I love about it is the the retro vibe, you know, and I, I just, it's got that, I can't even describe it. It's got this quality that for me personally, I'm an old dude, and I don't generally don't care for music after 1990, but uh, with a handful of exceptions, Daft Punk being one of them, I discovered them a few years ago, Um, and then now your music has come along, and I really dig it. I think it's great. You know, what was your inspiration to start making these songs?
1: Well... (sighs) The New Jack City project. I'm still in the New Jack City era, as you as you just you know let our listeners know. I just released uh, part three almost a month ago now. It's doing very well. It really, the first project is sort of it, for me personally. It, it 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 has become sort of my opus. I, I'm honestly scared that I will not be able to top that just because it is such a very personal record for me. Um, it's a concept record, but it also is a very personal record. New Jack City, you know, New Jack City is is, is Chicago. And the project basically talks about everything that uh, one would experience coming through concrete and blossoming into a, a person who can shape the world around them into a better place. And it's generic... And as Michael Jackson-y as that sounds, <laughs> it, it it really became that. You know, New Jack City, the the theme song, then the title track uh, of that, Lakeshore Drive, writing down 79th, it's Friday night, all the girls are looking right. And the next verse, it goes in and says, Lakeshore Drive, exiting on 69th, they're shooting and killing all the kids in the night. So I'm essentially talking about All of the madness that's going on, all of the killing and all of the madness that goes on that we've all become desensitized to because we are so connected to the media. You know, it's like, oh, oh my God, gunshot. Oop! let's uh, let's just continue partying. Right. Um, You know, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to uh, make light of the situation, but 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 this is the reality of most people who live in major cities, be it Chicago, um, be it New York, uh, be it Tokyo, uh, be it London, be it wherever you may call yourself. There is some version of New Jack City where we all live, where we all know, you know, the, the right what we don't know often is the stories from that, you know, and I just happen to be, you know, uh, a person who was, you know, blessed to have been born of, uh, of both, both environments to have been saved of of the environment, but to also be able to walk through the environment and to observe it and to blend in and to understand what it is like to, you know, be, you know, broke flat broke and not have any money and, and say, Oh, Man, I got to do something really bad today in order to, you know, get some money, you know. But these are yeah. things that people realistically deal with, Roger. Oh yeah. You know, so that was, you know, New Jack City. So that that's the whole entire spend on that. There also is talk of God. Uh, truthfully, uh, you're the one, Skywriter. The original version of that is essentially a love song to God. Oh, okay. Um, you know, when you're walking the streets and and you're trying to live your life you know you you have to take god with you uh any and every way that you can and for me that was just you know composing a a love letter you know to him. sorry ladies and 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 gentlemen out there i didn't didn't write that to anyone uh specifically man or woman so i don't want to crush anyone's you know anyone's dreams there
0: don't let anyone down you know
1: yeah um in the sixth dimension the sixth dimension is a record that I was fortunate enough to be able to sample the fifth dimension. I'd also like to really quickly give a, a very special shout out to miss Melbomore, who was a cast member in the original hair version. Oh wow. Uh, yes. And I was privileged to be able to sample the fifth dimension. So you see that, that connection. Yes. There? Oh yeah. She's a very, very sweet woman as well. Uh, but that record for me is, uh, very another, everything really isn't a personal record. I wrote that record watching The Matrix. Do oh, you wow. remember? Do you remember The Matrix, oh, yeah. Roger? Yeah, uh, the first, uh, well, I'm sorry, not the first, it was the second one where they were Morpheus was speaking to the crowd on the rock, right? Giving yeah. the, the big Jesus inspired, you know. And I said, Hmm, that's a really good feeling. Do you remember? And then they started dancing. Oh, and yeah, it was yeah. like this. This, you know, orgy of spirits. And that's really what it was. There was no physicality. It was just spirits. So I said, wow, what can I do to encompass that Blade Runner matrix feeling? You know, and and I I was very happy with the the results of that. So that's sort of why you have that uh, distorted tone. And the uh, it's very Blade Runner inspired. Yes. Yeah, Um, I was going to say that. It's very Blade Runner inspired. I'm a very retro guy, uh, <laughs> as as you know, Roger. Right. Um, I think that's what makes makes us special, is is you know, we are unafraid to go to the past, you know, to find inspiration in the present. And I, I think for any creator and um, any field, I think the past is just as important as yeah. now. And you know, we, we really have to be respectful of all of those things and, and create something original, you know, from you know something that a new generation, may or may not have heard of right right and i I love the fact that you were
0: able to sample age of aquarius that's among my favorite songs so that really like right off the bat caught my attention i went "Ooh, i like this and then it just went on and got even awesomer (laughs) or more awesome yes
1: yes 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 that is you know that is one of my favorite songs i think that's like a deep catalog favorite of mine yeah um it is it's so powerful it's so powerful it's so powerful yeah i
0: love it and one other thing i wanted to mention too for for me personally i love the fact in your songs you sing you're not rapping i you know <laughs> I, i'm an oldster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not a fan of rap no, i'm not saying there's anything wrong with rap i think you know if people enjoy it that's great It's just not my bag but i loved i was listening to him like at the very beginning when you first sent him to me and i'm like wow he's actually singing i love this you know <laughs> <laughs> well
1: man what can i say i uh You know, I was blessed to grow up around, you know, a lot of people who listen to a lot of real music. You know, some of my earliest memories are, you know, being in like a 13 passenger van, a maroon one specifically with 13 other screaming kids, you know, listening to a hundred page CD book of everything from, and I mean, singles, I mean, singles, singles from every every spectrum of the of the <laughs> of the broad, you know of, of the broadband you know from you know listening to queen you know michael jackson um my god madonna uh u2 um i mean just such a diverse you know diverse god man just such a diverse 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 catalog um that you know the the these people had you know so you know i don't want to date myself but i, I did say cd's <laughs> And it's crazy when you say that, right? Because I was just looking at uh, Michael Jackson. Can you believe that it's been 40 years since Thriller came out? And I said, isn't that crazy, Roger? And I said, if Thriller is going to be 40 soon, how old am I going to be?
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Talk
0: about old. You know, we're we're, as a quick tangent here, we're we're moving. Our family, my family, my wife and I, we're moving to another house. And just yesterday i lugged about five or six large boxes of vinyl records and i'm like oh i forgot how heavy these things were
1: (laughs) they're so heavy they're so heavy but you know that being you know being of that generation you know i think i probably am the last generation to grow up where music was still sort of a tangible thing you know because we had the cds right it's to me that's more important because i own that and it's even more important to me now as a creator you know, to, you know, to support and to, to own, you know, because when you buy something that is your product, you own that, you can skip that. You can replay it a million times, you know, you yeah. can hear the the quality, the way that it was intended to be heard. I don't like listening to music, especially my music. It's awful to listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. Spotify, I love you so much. You've been so great to us. Apple. Um, (laughs) Apple has lossless quality, which is free for all of its users. So that's the closest thing that kids can get to what an original CD or vinyl record sounds like, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's just it, too. And, you know, when you have the vinyl album, you've got the liner notes on it. And granted, they had them on CDs as well, which I also have a shit ton of CDs, but you kind of need a microscope or a magnifying glass to read the liner notes in those, you know, with the vinyl record, it's big and tactile and, you know, it's like a book, you know, yeah, ebooks are cool, but there's nothing like holding a book in your hand. So then if you go, oh, wait a minute, what was that again? You You can easily flip back the pages where when it's on a computer or a tablet, it's not so easy, you know.
1: And that's so true because I, you know, I have memories now. As we're sitting here speaking of this, I have called as a child, and 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 this is, you know, and this is important, I, th- I think, for for all of our listeners, you know, uh, children and adults alike. You know, here we are, twenty years later, and as a child, I called Motown Records as a child and listened to Stevie Wonder. An in India, I serenade <laughs> <laughs> the CEO of Motown. Okay. And now here I am 20 years later doing music and being loved and adored and all of these things. So things do happen if we make them happen. And it's very important for, for everybody, irregardless of how old you are to continue to believe in your dreams. You know, and I, 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 Really, really pride myself on um, trying to preserve some of the traditional uh, factors of of this business. And it, you probably have noticed that I have not uh, saturated my social media with uh, vain photos of myself and uh, right. things like that, because that takes away from the mystery. I'm old school. You know, you didn't see everything that was done behind the camera. You picked up the liner notes if you wanted to learn who played what who right, did what right and that that takes away from the mystery if i give you all of the cookies you're not going to want to drink the milk right you know right. so that makes me you know uh, uh at least in this day and age i feel like a rare breed and i also learned that from daft punk as well you know even shout out to you know those boys as well over in france you know sometimes less is more and in this day and age you know trying to uh be tangible when necessary is most important, right? Most important, most important, you know, social media has, I know we've gone completely to the, to the right, but you know, social media is causing, um, you know, some serious detriment to, you know, the, the kids that are coming up now after me, you know, I feel bad for, you know, those kids. Could you imagine going to high school, dude, and, and, (laughs) and having like, like, Could you imagine how horrible that was? They called me all types of horrible names and crap in in high school. Could you imagine somebody recording that and putting it on social media? (sighs) Yeah, no,
0: that would be awful. I I couldn't imagine it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, so, you know, I try to, you know, be very realistic. You know, I don't think it's responsible as uh, entertainers to uh, promote something that sometimes may be unattainable to your audience and being you know uh uh, dressed in realism is very important to me and it's very important to me i'm sorry does that make me sound old no not at all (laughs) okay okay cool (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's amazing now i just wanted to bring up a couple quick things here um of course the song options i love it because it's got that nintendo feel but it's very minimalist
1: oh thank you I really appreciated
0: that, because it made me listen all the way to the end.
1: (laughs) Yay! Yay, yay. I love
0: that. That's great. And the other song I wanted to ask you about, um, in Killer, at the very beginning, is that a sample of Tom Hiddleston from Only Lovers Left Alive?
1: It's the loneliness that's the killer.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's me. (laughs) Oh, is it really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow! It sounds just like Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Thank you so much, Roger. I really appreciate you That's taking awesome. this time this <laughs> evening, taking your time today on Then Is Now podcast with well me, of course, <laughs> your Prince Regent, Dantes Alexander, and Mister Roger Freulein. Did I pronounce that correctly, sir? i no. so sorry. No. Oh dear goodness! Well, perhaps we will have our jam sandwiches and tea now. But but I there you out. go. <laughs>
0: wow that's amazing because <laughs> i i really thought it was Tom Hiddleston
1: <laughs> no 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 fortunately i've i've spent a lifetime around a microphone as you can tell yeah that's awesome <laughs>
0: is it difficult to come up with a piece of music that you haven't or that hasn't been done before i should say
1: um yeah 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 because you know I was looking at some stuff today you know you think you being original and you know you, you you do a deep search and you're like oh it's been done before but for me i think roger you you've sort of squared into who i am you know as an artist if if you know why are we why am i doing it and why are we doing it if it's been done before right that right. was the the reason why you know we came out with the video game you know how often do you hear you know, you know, artists releasing, you know, video games. I'm not interested in being normal. It doesn't excite me. You know, there has to be something else to make people want to say, Oh my God, I got to have it. I got to listen to it because, you know, it's all cohesive, you know, and I I don't want to be unauthentic also either. Uh, I like to write about things and perspectives that I live um, in that, Most people live. I'm sure you've probably noticed that, you know, when I release projects, I I like to release, you know, short projects uh, between eight and 14 minutes. That's because I want people to listen to it continuously. You know, all of the interludes and all of the songs, everything is very strategic. I don't think I can actually write uh, a a project or a song that can't connect to something else. It's almost impossible. Right. You know, because I see things in the, in the, broader spectrum, you know, and I, I always try and build out these worlds where I can continue to to venture and stay in. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know, like, for me personally, you just made me think of how, you know, everything reminds me of some kind of a movie or TV quote, to the point where I drive my wife crazy. <laughs> but you know going all the way back and obscure as can be and i you know even say them to myself but it's like you got that connection and you know building that own world in your head i i love that
1: yeah 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 and, it, and it's a it's a very important world because you know the idea always starts as just a seed right and then it just blossoms as you you know as you water it and you water it and you water it and you water it music is a very audio Let's just be frank. I'm not going to say music because that takes away from the audio art from period. I'm going to say audio. I'm an audiophile. I believe you are an audiophile. Oh, yeah. You you know, audio is a very powerful format. It is a very powerful tool, and it must be used responsibly. Great power comes great responsibility, seriously. You know, yeah. you like, uh, you know, Future, for example, you know, he's, you know, a rapper, you know who Future is, you know, he you know said that you know most of his listeners thinks you know that that he all he does is percocet and molly hmm. you know all day long but you would think that right because that's what he's rapping about 24 7 but the truth could be you know stranger than fiction because he doesn't right you know and that's why we have to be careful as creators to put out you know things that are not going to be harmful but you know it, like i sound like such an elder statesman don't i but i i i <laughs> you're I, speaking our language here man you're
0: speaking our language
1: you know i i believe that that's very important f- you know for me my manifesto you know for all of these projects you know that that tie all of these you know musical projects together is gun violence god you know children and having a good time that's you know what my manifesto is, you know, between all of those albums, and very, few, and very few of the songs are actually about having a good time. But you know, I can make a party record. You know, I, you know, so below. You know, and yeah. that's that's my thriller. I don't think I'll ever be able to. Uh, <laughs> I won't ever be able to top that. You know, and it's okay. I, you know, I've I've accepted that. You know, right. You know, the first New Jack City project, you know, has been streamed. Uh, I was just looking at the numbers on Spotify. I am hovering at old school gold. You know what that means? 500K. Wow. Uh, isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Very, very proud of that. I don't think it would have been possible without, you know, having a lot of help. I had a lot of help, you know, with that. So I, I'm just very, very grateful. Very, very grateful. And the nostalgic you know, feeling and and vibe, you know, for me, you know, is who I am. I don't think I have to pretend to be something because I am. It's easy to be who you are, right? When you don't have to pretend, you know, I've never been afraid or or unashamed of, you know, who I am. And, and, um, you know, I'm sure I probably, you know, (laughs) probably frighten some people and I'm sure I probably, (laughs) you know, am loved by some people. Um, But, and that's that's been sort of a hard thing that to to you know get used to you know is just when you start you know looking at you know comments and and you become a public figure and you start seeing the comments of what people say and you know it can be hurtful at times you know being honest um but yeah. I've had some growing pains I've had some growing pains Roger I've had <laughs> some growing pains because sometimes you want to you know you want to you know go back and be like Beep! Bleep 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 bleep. You know, but, so true. You know, you say no. I'm going to take the dignified route, <laughs> right? Oh my god, so turned off my comments.
0: <laughs> oh man. So, um, as we start to wrap things up here, um, you mentioned audio and how important audio is. So that being said, can you kind of uh, briefly tell us about Tales from the Sixth Dimension and what that's all about?
1: Oh, man, has it been 30 minutes already?
0: Yeah, I know. It went by fast.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, Tales from the Sixth Dimension is a sci-fi horror anthology show uh, based off of my single, Sixth Dimension. Um, So it is a combination of the X-Files, the Outer Limits, Freaky Links, a mixture of all of those things, but more importantly, the Twilight Zone. Nice. I've tried to stay true to the aesthetic. And you know what that aesthetic is, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What always made all of those stories so great, um, even Night Gallery, was you could go in the other room and you could start cooking or doing something else. And you could still follow the story because of why? The okay. audio. Right. And, oh, and the, yes. See, we're here. We're here. Oh, I love you, bro. Right. <laughs> and when you know, and and it's so powerful because you you know you think about that. You say, "Holy cow! Oh my god!" They were able to tell this this amazing story with no special effects, only audio and the most simplest of camera tricks. That's right. powerful. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, and and, I, and and you know, there are a lot of push push is. Rather, there are a lot of pushes or pushing. There's a lot of pushing rather to uh, move the the podcast format to visual, you know, and I'm, I'm not against that. But I also want to, uh, you know, remind people that podcast is and always was audio only.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and there ain't no getting around that kids. So, you know, uh, everybody wants to, you know, have a TV show and all of these things. But the truth is, is. There's nothing wrong with audio and there's nothing wrong with radio. I would encourage everybody to embrace the traditional formats and sounds. You may be surprised with what you come out with. Ooh, it's been around for so long. Right. Right. You know, we have to respect these art forms and, uh, you know, podcasters, podcasters are what? Cousins to what? Broadcasters. Right. Um, so this is, you know, a very serious business now. This is no longer, you know, just, you know, uh, you know, somebody who is interviewing, you know, the, the 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 people, you know, up the block. You know, this is you, yeah, these are people who, who, you know, are interviewing, you know, world class figures. You, you've had, you know, some amazing people on your show. Yeah. You know, all of the other shows. But the point is, is that audio is is a mistress to be respected she is the original form of media and she is to be respected the problem is though is, is we're we're sort of we're 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 sort of not used to using those tools because we're we're sort of in a place now where you know we're able to touch everything because we have you know our phones that we can touch and uh you know all of that stuff so we forget you know about being able to go pick up an actual tape reel, you know, right. I just, pur- I just purchased a you know, a reel to reel, you know, recorder. So my, nice. my butt can, you know, <laughs> go in my, you know, studio now and actually go put the tape, you know, on the reel. That's awesome. Know, because it's important. You yeah. know, it's important. It's important. How, how can you call yourself a master of your craft if you don't even know how to make fire in the simplest form? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great
0: analogy that's awesome
1: you know are, are you a
0: fan of like the old time radio shows because they had a lot of horror and sci-fi oh
1: heck yeah yeah oh heck, oh, heck yeah dude. oh heck yeah you know and this is a homage to all of that in my early well i'll be 30 oh god i can't believe it i'll be 30 in march but i am 30 years old and i am a fan of you know buck rogers how yeah. many 30 year olds do you hear say Buck Rogers or talking <laughs> about the Twilight Zone, Night Gallery. And, right. You know, all all of that, you know. I loved all of that and I lived for all of that. And it wasn't because, you know, my my parents were listening to this stuff. It was just because you, you know, you know, like you crate dig, you know, you got records, so you already know what I'm talking
0: about. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: You you crate dig. You, you know, you're like, oh, you know, what is this? You know, like that's how I stumbled on, you know. uh you know, the, the Buck Rogers show, the Ranger Bill show. Yeah, I was just, you know, fiddling through records. I'm like, oh, my God, that, you know, not knowing that this is a whole, you know, show where there are complete, you know, sound effects. And it literally is a movie on an audio form. Right. And that's the great thing, you know, uh, uh, about all of this, you know, about radio serials, you know, because, you know, they are flexible. You know, that very same radio serial can be transformed you know, into a, a television show, right. You know, so radio is still very important and it is not to be underestimated and audio period is not to be you know underestimated. I think the push from, you know, us to, you know, do more, you know, visual stuff, it's just because of, uh, you know we, you know we have you know apps like TikTok and you know and all that stuff and I'm so grateful I'm not signed to a major label because you know you know my major label you know I love being independent because my poor major label counterparts you know they can't even get a record released if it's not a viral hit on TikTok. Right. That's terrible. Isn't that terrible? But that you know that's because you know they want us to. You know what I mean. You you know I'm going with this, Roger. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and it's very, 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 sad. You know, and it makes more work for you know the creator. Your right. job is just to create. You know, you sign to a record label to do what for them to run your business and for you to create. Yeah. <laughs> it it, I, it just makes no sense to me, Roger. Really, you know. So shout out to all of my contemporaries who are on major labels but secretly miserable. Yeah.
0: so uh, have you already or have you if you haven't have you considered putting your music out on vinyl since vinyl's making a big resurgence these days oh roger i
1: i really do i want to i really do but the problem is is everybody is doing it and these big big major labels are squeezing us little little guys Uh. out further and further and further and further into the to the dark dude there's like i'm not joking I'm not joking. Wow. I'm not joking. Before I started this interview with you, I was talking to my assistant about that. And I was told that there is a 24 week <laughs> waiting period wow. with a lot of the manufacturers. Oh my God. And that's because, you know, the, the there's not that many plants anymore. You know that Roger, right, come on. Right know that so what happens when you know all the you know these these big corporate managed you know record copies you, you know what happens is they drive up the you know drive up the price and uh if you can get it at all you know so i've just decided that you know the you know the new jack city 3 project that just came out um you know in august i sort of had a, a come to jesus moment with that with this project because i was so frustrated And I love my fans. I love all of you so much. I really do. And I don't want any of you to take this the wrong way. But I was so frustrated with Spotify. My beef is with Spotify. Okay. Hmm. You know, I love Spotify. They've been very good to my career. But the the royalty rate obviously is very, very uh, low. Low, yeah. Very, very, very low. So I decided that I was not going to release any further projects on Spotify. And I was going to be traditional, and 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 what and you know what I mean by traditional? Yeah, um, you know I, I've gotten you know some kickback from some of my fans. What's the de- what's the delay with the, the project coming to the? I don't want you to consume it for free. I just don't. Right. <laughs> so, you know, the CD will be available for purchase December, 12th, and available on select platforms the same day as any traditional movie studio would. Right. I. I am not doing anything different. I suppose I'm just reinventing the wheel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but you're doing it on your own terms, and that's what counts.
1: I mean, but it's important. I think it's very, very important because, you know, when you get to a certain point, you know, and you're not making music for your friends, and you're not doing, you know, recording shows for your friends and your family anymore, that you be respected. And like any other creator, your work must be purchased. Am I wrong or am I right? You're absolutely right. I'm being completely 100% here. Yeah. You know, and I, I love my fans, but I, you know, I'm 30 years old, okay? I didn't grow up in a world where I could pay $10 and listen to every damn thing that I wanted to. I had CDs, okay? And I purchased those CDs. I went to the mall <laughs> and I purchased those CDs, okay? That's right. I, I did. I purchased those CDs, okay? And I hate MP3s, yeah. but I will buy an MP3. If I can't get a CD, I will, because it, 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 I own it. It's important for me to say I, I own it. I have a big, big closet. And when I say closet, Roger, I do mean closet of DVDs, okay? Wow. I do mean, well, inspiration, honey, must come from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, trust um, me! I
0: got laser discs. I got Beta tapes. I oh got VHS. my God! I love laser disc. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! I was just looking at one. They still cost, guys, listeners. They still cost a ton. They still cost a ton. Okay, like these are gems that we are dropping on you guys during this interview here, and I hope you guys are listening. Laser disc, yes. Go, go, go. Yes. <laughs> my first experience with laser disc, I will never forget. It was I was sitting in my basement. my parents had this when I do mean my foster parents, they had the most psychedelic basement in the world. okay, oh, cool. It, it had but it also had everything too. It had, you know, and I do mean psychedelic walls. so when nice. with all colors that you can imagine so we had pool tables, all that stuff, but they had laser disc, okay and they had the old school, the old school Were you gonna flip
0: them over to watch the second half of the movie? Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have yes, that. <laughs> yes. And yes, and I the first thing that I watched was Dracula with Gary Oldman. Nice. Oh my god. And they had and they also had the old school what was it called? Entertainment center. Yes. Or and a high five. Yes, and it was big, and every speaker dude was big. It was from floor to ceiling. Yeah. It was like a little palace down there. And I watched Dracula. I also watched Speed. You remember Speed? Yes. With, oh, yeah. With Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And then we also had, last but not least, The Watcher. That was another Keanu uh, Reeves movie. Oh, yeah. The director of the that film, his name escapes me. And it's so terrible because we are friends on Facebook. He's going to kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I shouldn't have even mentioned that. <laughs> Maybe you'll edit that out, uh, but if you don't, it's okay. But it, it, yeah, I love—I—I I, I just love all of that. I love LaserDisc. I love all of that. I actually, you know, I was thinking about putting out the album on a disc drive because you'd have to go get a damn, you know, disc player in order to actually play my album.
0: Right. Oh, Joe Joe Charbanek was the director.
1: Yes, Joe. Joe. Yep. Hey, Joe. How are you? That's so awful. Oh, my God. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I'm so so bad. Like, I'm, I'm actually sitting here looking at him right now, like, on my my friends list. And he also actually directed earlier in his career, when he first started, he was the director of Mary J. Blige's uh, first videos. So, oh, wow. And me and Joe actually met in I believe that was like 2007 2008. I had placed an ad for for something I don't remember. But we, we met and we, be, we became friends. We sort of lost contact over the years, but uh, we're friends on Facebook. We just haven't talked in a while. But right. I hope he's doing well. I need to actually send him a message. Be like, hey, dude, you know what? <laughs> we talked about The Watcher. And you know that movie was actually filmed here in Chicago too, right? Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> um, know that. Yes, it was actually. You know, Chicago's just like, I mean, when it's not feeling post-apocalyptic, it is a wonderful place. <laughs> <laughs> like it is a wonderful place. It, it's just got that very ornate Gothic feeling. New York doesn't have that feeling. Chicago really is Gotham City. I was I think just that, gonna say, <laughs> it really is when you when you look at it from an architectural you know perspective. Yeah, it it, it really is. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful place, but it also can be a very scary place, you know, at the same, at the same time. You know, I always would joke with people and they say, oh, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And I say, well, I don't know what decade that was, honey, because if you can live in Chicago, uh, we were called the second city for you know a reason. Right. Um, you know, so if you can live here, you can live anywhere. Right.
0: Right. Oh my God. So, uh, Dantes, um, what beyond um Tales from the Sixth Dimension, which is coming out soon, uh, w- what are the projects are you that you have coming up? Are you at liberty to tell us about?
1: So we're actually getting ready to start, uh, season two. So I'm actually doing both of those shows at the same time. Isn't that crazy, Roger? Wow. Um, it is. Um, but but uh, Access Like Show sure Drive season two that that premieres the week after. Tales from Six Dimension on the same uh, radio station WSBC twelve forty AM at seven PM. Uh, and our first guest, uh, I'm excited. You know, we're we're very retro people, you and I, so I think you'll oh, yeah. be you'll be excited as, as well. i will tell you who who that is when we get offline. So we're we're doing that seven episodes. Uh, seven's the lucky number for me. So season one was seven episodes. Season two will be seven episodes as well right. Tales from the Sixth Dimension will run through December because it is just obviously for for Halloween because that coincides with you know the single you know from the album right from the first right. album I love Halloween so I totally have been preparing and anxious for this moment is it crazy to say that I'm more excited for the the scripted series than I am for the the, the talk show <laughs> um is it bad no, I don't I was, think so is that bad I was telling somebody I won't, I won't say the names but I was saying oh, I was like oh god yeah I, I really I can't wait to do the talk show thing and they were like uh, I mean the you know the, the scripted show and they were like oh well you know the other show is just so good I'm like no but I want to do the sci-fi right <laughs> I, I want to do sci-fi like I have to do the sci-fi it's in my blood I must do it yeah so, yeah, so but, th- but that's it, which will probably keep me busy for, for for a little while. But I'm very, very excited to share all of this with everybody. Tales from the Sixth Dimension, I'm very, very, very excited about. Um, I was also just told some really, really cool news, Roger. Okay. So I just found out that I am the first African-American to write, produce, direct, and star run his own science fiction radio series. Wow.
0: Congratulations,
1: man. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that you. That is you, thank amazing. You. I didn't intentionally, obviously, start out to, to try and do anything remarkable like that other than just do what it is that I like to do. Right. But that's really, really cool, right? I guess black people don't like science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well they they think we don't i guess but you know that's the cool part though right about doing all this stuff that, right i think you can agree with me oh, is, yeah. well, you know, is you know you are able to do everything that you wanted to do you know as, as a kid and i i don't i don't know if i if you would agree with me but i i would believe that you know you started doing some form of this or visualized some form of this as a child if i'm not right wrong excuse me oh yeah
0: i mean in in high school i would watch johnny carson's um monologues before going to sleep you know i always envision myself kind of doing that sort of thing
1: yep yep and everything just you know it all it all comes you know full circle you know you are able to to do, you know, what it is that you set out to do and how many people can actually say that, Roger? right? Think, think about that. There are so many people, man, scared to live their dreams, dude. And yes. all it takes is just a little faith. You know, that's all it takes. And that's scary for people. It really is. But, you know, we're blessed, you and I, because we get to do what it is that we like to do and our way you know, and show appreciation for things and and, and people who may or may not get the the credit that they deserve because it's retro. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Me doing, you know, all of the Nintendo retro noises, sounds, you know, that's just me giving a nod to, you know, what I grew up as and me passing that on to, you know, a newer generation of saying, hey, like, this is, you know, this is cool. Like, this is how we play video games, you know, as a kid. Right. You know, and incorporating all of those sounds and stuff and like even in your you know the advertisements for your show it still has like a very retro you know a retro feel too you know so i think it you know retro is not necessarily like a a thing i think it's a lifestyle i really yeah yeah you wanna you have to want to live in the fucking analog world you really do right you really do like and and i swear to you roger like and and i have some pretty famous friends and I won't even take their calls on social media. They will have to pick up the phone and call me. Very nice. And I and I will pick up the phone and call them. You know, we can text message. We can do all of that. But it's important for me to be as analog as possible. You know, right? That's what being retro is. And retro, you know, and people may think I'm lame, but I think it's cool. I think it's very cool.
0: You know, that's what I wanted to tell you is, you know, after shortly after 1990, I started to notice our pop culture starting to go by the wayside and people were starting to forget who Frank Sinatra was, who Fonzie was, you know, all these things that were a major part of our pop culture were starting to drop off. And then when my kids were born in the early 2000s, I felt the need to bring them up to speed on all the cool stuff they missed out on. And it's that, important. Yeah. I mean, that. And first thank of all, you for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, that, it served them well through high school because they got all the teachers references when all the other kids were like, huh? Yeah. And, you know, that sort of is what inspired. I started this show as a cable access uh, video show back in the day, and then eventually, you know, I was able to transform it into a podcast and uh, a larger platform. Because I feel like there's so many aspects to our pop culture that people, or young people, need to be reintroduced to, and that's one of the things we try to do here. Is we, I, I know young people aren't really listening to the show, but we're trying to help the older people introduce younger folk to the cool stuff that they missed
1: out on. You know. Yeah, yeah, and thank, but no, seriously, but thank you for doing that. It's a, it's a very important service because, you know, I always try and, you know. With you know, with my nephews and stuff, because I don't have any kids yet. That was the you know the first thing that they learned. You know, they learned all of that stuff because you know it's important for them. Because how could, you can't have a conversation if you can't at least speak about the last four years with somebody, right? In some capacity, right. and I mean, and honestly, in some capacity, yeah. And in, in some capacity, some way, shape, or form, you're going to encounter somebody who is older than you. There's no getting around it. And you're going, and, and we live in a world that is powered by elder statesmen so you cannot and if you want to survive in this world you have to know how to speak to them and if they make a reference you got to be able to understand the reference because if you don't understand the reference they're going to say how old is this kid and get him out of here
0: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) but if you could talk the talk you get the
1: respect yes exactly you get the respect. You get the respect, and they, you know, and I always them as a, you know, when I was a child, they'd always say, oh, "That boy's got a, a, a old soul and a, and a young, a young man's body," <laughs> and it's, and but you know, I, I think that's cool. I think that's cool. It, it you know, it, it's cool. It's, it's very cool. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's amazing. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, Dantez, it's been awesome. I mean, I, I could have you on for hours. We could talk literally for hours. <laughs> I think we're kindred spirits and you know, you've got an open invitation to come back whenever you want, you know, just drop Thank me a you. line or pick up the phone. I'll I'll email you my phone number and um, you know, you can come on and plug your next projects, you know, whenever you want, or if you just want to shoot the shit about pop culture, that'd be awesome.
1: Oh yeah. Let me know, man. I'll I'll, I'll definitely uh, come back. You uh, name the same and I'll be there. Excellent. Excellent. Now I know you have a lot of web links. Is there,
0: um, I'm going to put them all in the show notes, but is there one that you want to um, tell the listeners where they can find you online?
1: I mean, everybody has a website, right? Who updates their website 24 seven, right? I mean, the Prince is very busy, right? So (laughs) Instagram.com slash Dante's Alexander, right? Just keeps it very simple
0: excellent excellent well folks you've been listening to the awesome dantez alexander prince regent of edm and uh, we hope you enjoyed it and thanks for joining me dantez
1: thank you for having me roger
0: Well, that was a fun interview, so be sure to check out Dante's music. The links are in the show notes. Now, you know, folks, these outros are kind of getting super long because we got so much going on here at Haven Podcasts. So I'll just briefly remind you that we've got a live streaming month- monthly series called The Fright Lounge in which we discuss all horror media for seasoned horror fans as well as those of you who don't know if you want to get into horror. And we've also got a new podcast called The Cult Movie Lounge, in which award-winning blogger Robert Minnell and I discuss all cult movies all the time. And don't forget, there's our sister show, The East Meets the West, in which we discuss Shaw Brothers films and Spaghetti Western movies. All of those can be found at our website, havenpodcasts.com. And while you're at our website, please be sure to click on our Patreon link and T Public link to help support this show. We've also got a YouTube page, so please subscribe to it at youtube.com user slash UncleDeath1. And we also want your feedback, so if you liked what you heard today and or you have some suggestions for future episodes, please email us at thenisnow42 at gmail.com, and you can join in the conversation at our Facebook Then Is Now podcast group as well. Then Is Now podcast is part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, so please check out the other great shows there at thedorkeningpodcastnetwork.com. That's right, folks, and all those links, like I said, they're on our website, they're, they're in all our show notes for all our episodes, um, and we're on all the podcasting apps. So if you like our show, please go to wherever you download podcasts from and leave us a great review, because that bumps us up the list in there in the algorithm, and more people can find us. Thanks for joining us today. Class dismissed.
1: This now podcast is intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during this podcast are the property of their copyright holders. All original content is copyright Jupiter Media.